Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, pounds. Wherever you are, welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in interview her. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, right? Interviewer. Interview her. Yeah. Because I'm going to interview perfect. her. My name is Summer Yeager. And for the first time ever in studio, I am here with my co host, Joy Hunter. No, weird, right? <sighs> so weird. So weird. In like podcast years, I've been married for a few weeks already. <laughs> right. But this is the first time but we've recorded yeah. post the nuptials. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time I can say Joy Hunter, which normally I just say Joy. I've never yeah. said Joy Tembe. We say it that way. I mean, on occasion. We'll, we'll but now that your name is Joy Hunter, I just feel like... <laughs> It just every week it'll it have to be on there, every right? week. And I'm, I kind of miss being able to call you JTEM a little bit. I know. Because JHAN is a little weird. different. It's a little bit weird to not be JT anymore. I know. It is a little weird. But anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah. I'm here to be able to host Joy Hunter. Joy mm-hmm. JHAN. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure Jay out Hun. the new whatever. And Joy, I just want you to know that... If I could interview anybody, actually, it would be you. <laughs> because the funny thing about this idea was I was telling my husband about it and I was like, I just, I have questions for her. Like, I really have some questions. <laughs> like, I have some things where I'll just be like going throughout my day and I'm like, I wonder what Joy thinks about this. <laughs> and so now I just get to find out. Isn't that fun? Isn't yeah. it fun to have a friend that, and I think the fact that you're, not living in Arizona kind of assists right. in this a little bit. Yeah. Probably. But it's like have I don't know. It's like we get to see like I always know you're there. You're here <laughs> yeah, on yeah. this planet. Yes. <laughs> but, but it's just different <laughs> what am when I you're to? here <laughs> geographically closer right. to me. Right. And you get like you get to get excited about your friend coming yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> It's exciting. Every other week. Yeah. And I just like, I'll just be going throughout my life and I'm like, things will happen and I'll want some, like, I'll want like a, somebody to bounce this off of. And I'm like, I wish I like Joy could just tell me real quick right. <laughs> what she thinks about right. this thing. But we do better in person. No, we have, we have a good messenger yeah. relationship, but it's just better in person. Obviously. Always. Always. Yeah. Yes. Um, now that we've said all that, <laughs> it's probably a good time to tell you that I just squandered all of our compliment creating moments <laughs> on talking to you. That's okay. So I guess my compliment for yeah. you is that what? even though we, I like writing compliments, it's still more fun to just hang out with you than write compliments <laughs> for you. <laughs> You're just that fun. It takes what I've been doing is like coming up with compliments on the fly because it takes a little bit out of it when you have it prepared, you know? Right. Like a little bit, not a Unless lot. Unless it's really we went with like the really specific 
where we'd like reference movies or yeah. books or things that had happened. I'm in a weird place with those now. Yeah. But it's hard because we'll we've used it. a lot of the movies. Yeah. We'll find a I new mean, group. I mean, there's... <laughs> We haven't really used a lot of movies. We have used There's all so the movie <laughs> setups there are. <laughs> Maybe technically we have, though, because a lot of movies are just similar, recycled. You know? That's true. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, anyway, so this is like this. What we're doing today is just kind of I'm indulging myself a little bit. But the thing is, is like you guys ask us questions all the time. So I feel like. I'm not the only one that has questions for Joy. Right. <laughs> I know I'm not, but I get to ask my questions. You don't mm-hmm. get to ask yours. Oh, and P.S. I just want to thank you guys. Um, so the weird thing about having a voicemail number that you guys leave voicemails on is that, like, I can't just, like, call you back. <laughs> right. Because that would be weird. I have your phone numbers <laughs> when you call <laughs> because I can see the number right. <laughs> that called. But... Um, so I just wanted to thank you guys because your voicemails are amazing. They get heard. They get listened to. I am storing up ideas for future shows from listening to your guys' um, voicemails. And I'm just so encouraged. Like, because for us, this thing is like we just sit here and talk to our friend. Like, that's our mm-hmm. thing. But then to, like, hear you guys call in and be like, oh, well, what about this? And, you know, you said this thing and this is what I think about that. And thank you guys so much. And it's just really encouraging and it makes me more excited to record. So um, don't feel like you're being ignored. I'm just not going to be super weird and call you back because I don't think that's what (laughs) the voicemail (laughs) number is for. But um, we are listening and I really appreciate you guys. And if you've been on the fence about leaving a voicemail, like just leave one. Just do it. Yeah. Just get off the fence. It's four seven zero. Read us a poem. Yeah, I don't even do care. Something. And just so you know, if it's a really great voicemail, we might play it. We've played voicemails before. We have. So I hope you don't think this is the yeah. okay. Anyway, um, the voicemail number is four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. It's also on the Facebook page. If I just said that too fast, or you can just rewind. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Joy, I have some questions for you. Okay. Should I start, or do you want to start? I don't care. Should we go back and forth? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's Is that, do that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, then I'm going to go first. Okay. Hi. So, <laughs> I hope that something that I have, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, given the opportunity to interview someone and ask them whatever I want, mm-hmm. I guess maybe I maybe what I'm about to find out is that I want to know things about people that not everyone wants to know. Like I like to listen. I don't, it's not that I don't care, Mm -hmm. but if you're just meeting me, you could tell me nothing about what you do for a living or where you live or whatever. But like, if you told me a really cool story Mm -hmm. about this weird thing that happened or just like a funny thing that happened, Mm -hmm. I would be like, yeah, and then we got to chat, and I got to know that person better. Sure. Um, so, the first thing I want to start this with is I just want you to tell me about your favorite time of the day. <laughs> my favorite time of the day? Yeah. Okay. And like, my favorite you, time I mean, of the you day. can go into as little or as much detail as you want, but... Can I have two? Yeah. Okay. This might make me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to preface that. <laughs> okay. So my favorite time of the day 
is <laughs> so if I can get up early, like before the kids, mm-hmm. and it's just me. Like okay. the day, there's something about I. I actually, when I'm in the habit of getting up early, I feel better. I'm happier. Um, I get to like get dressed and showered, mm-hmm. and I get to drink some coffee before I have to do anything. Before anybody's asking me for anything. Before there's questions I have to answer. Yeah. Before there's things I got to do. So the day just feels like full of promise. Mm-hmm. And it's like quiet a little bit. And it's just like me and my dog. And I'm just like kind of getting it together. Like that's my favorite. Because what I don't enjoy is when the kids wake me up. And I now I have a million things to do on the fly. Right. And you have to just wake up into that and I'm day. Just, you that just launch, right, yeah. or you launch mm-hmm. right into it. Um, and yeah, I just I don't feel as like prepared for anything. So, but the thing about that is that I actually have to do the work of getting up, right. which can be hard to do depending on what we did the day before or how late I got into bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that because it really does prepare me. Like if I can get dressed, drink some coffee, get my Bible reading in, like before the day starts, like I'm just more prepared and I like that. Um, the second favorite, like the other one, if I had to choose would be like eight o'clock at night, uh, right after the kids go to bed and it's like the first time all day I've gotten to just like hang out with Eric without uh-huh. anybody else around. Yeah. And it's like super selfish, but I'm just really excited <laughs> to like I mean, get it's not him really... all to myself. Yeah. Like I get him all to myself and it's I... not really selfish. It's just a good time of the day. I just look forward to it. I look forward to that. And yeah. it's like, ooh, this is fun. Like, it's just me and you. Yeah. And, like, that's exciting. Well, so here's here's why I think it's not selfish. Because, like, I don't... Plenty of people who don't have kids enjoy that time of day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not your favorite time of day because your kids aren't there. Right. It's because, like, you have a second to collect yeah. your thoughts and spend time with someone who you want to spend time with or, yeah, you know, it's nice. like, it's just... But I feel bad because I essentially <clears throat> just said the moments before my kids wake up and after they go to bed. Well, and also, we have <laughs> to keep in mind... terrible. This is consistently <laughs> your favorite part of the day because I'm sure you had favorite parts of the day this week. Right. Where it was like your kids saying yes. funny things or yes. doing something great. Yeah. Um, but consistently <laughs> yes. on a regular basis, <laughs> that's the it's time of day. Nice. And also like because <clears throat> I don't know, maybe like I like I like beginnings and endings. Like I feel like a be- a good beginning, like you have this thing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like it's the day. Yeah. Like I look forward to the day. Mm-hmm. And then like the close of the day when you can look back over the day and go, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was nice. This is what we accomplished. This is what we did. Um, that's like a good feeling too. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Well, and the, like the, the beginning and the close of the day, like the light is just kind of like soft like and nice. things are quiet. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I was I like, totally wow, get it. I sound... <laughs> taken out of context. This is actually not a great answer. But it's your answer. Yeah. So what can you do? Yeah. Um, this is not an in-depth question at all. I just really want to know, um, what book are you uh, currently reading? And what book is on your shelf that you've been meaning to read forever and haven't gotten around to? Um, I... I'm currently reading. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of always going through, mm-hmm. uh, 
Love Thy Body by Nancy oh, Piercy. Yeah, obviously. I just listen to it all the time. Me too. <laughs> and I'll listen to parts I've already listened yeah. to and mm-hmm. like I'll skip and yeah. yeah. And sometimes yes. sometimes I'll open it up and I'll just keep going from the last point that I got to. And then sometimes I'll open it up and I'll like start at a chapter and sometimes I'll start at the beginning. And that's just kind of what I'm always reading. Um, that's so funny. I am reading The Devil in the White City. I have that. Um, I am also trying to read. <sighs> this is crazy. Oh, um, good. Because uh, it's not even now. It's not even his newest book. Oh, but um I'm reading The Outsiders by Stephen King. I would say his newest book, but he like just released another book, yeah. even though he just released I don't know. Yeah. I think when they I think when they did the movie mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. now that that's like being revitalized, mm-hmm. I think he was like let's just write a few more books. <laughs> <laughs> like he always did. Just always writing, um, you know. Yeah. Okay. Him and the Wilsons. Just right and right. <laughs> Just always a new book coming. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably like a theological book that I'm attempting to read. What is it? Love Thy Body for sure. I mean counts. that. Yeah. I am. Uh, I think there might be something by Douglas Wilson. That I'm reading. I meant to buy All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, yeah. Because it won a Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I bought The Light Between Oceans. Because <laughs> they have similar color schemes on the front. And I just wasn't paying attention. And so now I'm reading The Light Between Oceans, which I didn't mean to read. Right. But it's really sweet and cute and sad and sweet and whatever. I just, <laughs> I have to finish it before I can watch the movie. And that's what's happening. But I meant to read the other one. And now I just feel like I'm never going to read it. I just feel like at this point, I'm never going to read that book. That's it. Anyway. It's a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is your turn? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with um, if 16-year-old Summer. Oh, no. Not her. Had gotten her way. <laughs> okay. What would your life look like? And I mostly mean okay. in terms of um, like your professional life. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Like sure. you don't have to try to figure out if <laughs> Janie and Clementine would have still been born. Like you don't need to worry right. about that. Right, right. <laughs> Just... yeah. um, I would have, I would be living in New York City by myself. Okay. Just writing. Okay. Fiction. Okay. I would have been writing fiction in New York City and I would have been single and that's what I'd be doing. That was kind of like what I, I mean, that was what eight year old Summer wanted yeah. and nine and 10. Yeah. And um, I had a feeling when I was, when I wrote this question down to ask mm-hmm. it to you, I was like, I have a feeling that her answer is going to be not just 16 year old summer's answer, but like (laughs) pretty consistently forever summer's answer. Well, I used to spend my summers on long Island. And so I went to the city I went into New York city a lot and I love, I actually really love New York city. 
and i know it's kind of i've been to upstate but i've never actually been to the city oh, i love new york city i love long island i could never live there but i love long island and i love new york city and i went i really spent a lot of time there like in my formative years right. and have a lot of good friends there there's a string of really solid great reformed baptist churches out on long island um cool and just like really great people and i love them and they're just so italian and wonderful <laughs> and the city is just charming i know mm-hmm. i know new york city is like very like either you love it or hate it i feel right. like and um i i always loved it mm-hmm. and and i wanted to write fiction and um i don't know if that's even something i'm capable of but i did a lot of it when i was little oh yeah me too. i'm sure none of it was readable but (laughs) that was like my dream what was your like what was your stopping point so you'd like start a story Mm -hmm. and you'd write and you'd write and you'd write Mm -hmm. and then it didn't get finished or no i always just kind of like tuck it away i always finished i always wrote shorter stories okay although when i was nine um, my dad gave me his old laptop that didn't really work and obviously this was like the late 90s so right. it's not like a laptop like we, but it was a laptop so for you it was like if someone gave you like a like a time traveling device yes <laughs> you're like this is the coolest this thing this is the ever. coolest thing that's ever happened I'm gonna play solitaire yes. as much as I want <laughs> <laughs> no I can't play I don't understand solitaire it's too much math um but I what? it did have a word processor <laughs> what okay <laughs> Hey, can't do that. Um, <laughs> go fish is about all I can handle. Um, it did have a word processor on it, and so I just sat down and I would just write and write and write, and I wrote like a fifty-page story, oh, and cool. I printed it out and gave it to a friend, like as a gift. I was mm-hmm. like, I wrote this for you, and looking back, I'm just like, that cannot have been much of a gift, <laughs> like. There's no way. I remember the story. Like, it started with a girl running through the woods. It got real weird. <laughs> like, one of my favorite... All of mine were really weird, <laughs> like, too. real weird. My favorite story, like, this guy, this boy is walking home from school, and, like, the sidewalk opened up, and he fell into the sidewalk, and there was an alien living in the sewers, and I was, like, into it. And I remember, like, having quite an attachment to that story. Do you get ideas still for stories? Oh, all the time. Me too. All the time. Do you write them down? Yes. Oh, we'll have to swap. I never actually write the story. I know. I don't either. But I have a lot of, I have like some really, really yeah. formed me, ideas me for too. stories. I almost wrote a story last week. Like the, the, the. Is there like a little challenge we should be giving ourselves? Because what we're both saying is. Oh, joy. Let's do it. Okay. Let's write, let's write each other a short story. Oh my gosh. Short story. And okay. there's no other requirements. Mm-hmm. Just that we did it. And put Do you want to know how bad I am with this? This is why I never became a writer. Why? Because um, when I discovered that poetry existed, uh-huh. I was like, I don't even have to write a short story. <laughs> yes. Are you that a minimalist was... <laughs> too? I'm yeah. such a minimalist in well, my so storytelling. The thing is, is, I think that when I was young, a lot of the stories that I would want to write yeah they involved this whole world because that's what i was into i was really into lord of the rings i was right i was into like fully or yes world yes yes and so i would go to i would just i would write and i would write and i'd write and then i would just get overwhelmed because there's so many things yeah yeah no i feel that it was just too much no my strength is in staying real minimalist Mm -hmm. and like telling a story with a word 
Like right. that's what I can do. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I mm-hmm. try to do more than that, it gets real sloppy. Yeah. I don't have it. But then some I mean Yeah. There are people that can't do that. Okay. They can't tell a story with the word. So, so. on December seventh, I'm bringing <laughs> you a story. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna have some long flights too. Yeah. I'm gonna be flying quite a bit, so I'm bringing you a story on December seventh. Okay. And I'll bring you a story on December 7th. It might be two pages, but it's going to be a story. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. That was... I we had no idea that that's where that was going to go. Okay. <laughs> Is this like a big weird thing for you too, where like you feel weird? Like, I feel like if I do this, then I will have done something that I've felt like I couldn't do for like a decade. Yeah. Okay. Something that I've wanted to do, but, but I just haven't, haven't like, done. found the time, yeah. or, which is really us, just silly. Are they going to make us tell them about these stories? Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, Joy, I just want to know, because we haven't, haven't talked to you a ton since your wedding, mm-hmm. um, and I want you to know that I tried so hard not to message you on your honeymoon. <laughs> I was like, don't do it, Summer. I had to tell me once a day. Like, I had to tell me. I had to tell myself once a day, don't message Joy right now. Um, what was your favorite part of your wedding? Oh, wow. The day. Of the day. And this could be a different answer tomorrow. So it doesn't have to be the kind of thing where you're like... Oh, sorry, other parts of my wedding. I don't choose you. Yeah, well, you'd think, like, the right answer is, when I said I do, and we kissed, and we were married. But actually, my favorite part of the wedding was, um, I was all ready. We were all ready. I I actually really did enjoy, I ended up, this wasn't, like, a plan that I necessarily had, but um, I did know that I had to, like, get flowers and stuff for bridesmaids to hold and for myself and flower girls to throw and all that and so i ended up getting flowers and i got to like arrange the bouquets like for everyone and i kind of did it in a way that matched them in my mind right so i enjoyed that but anyway that wasn't on the day um so on the day we all have flowers we're all dressed everyone looks beautiful and um it had been Pouring. Pouring rain. I mean, so, so okay, much guys, rain, Like, guys. we live in Arizona, so I know you think we're being dramatic, but no. no like, road closures. Like, um, flooding. flooding. I mean, it was pouring like, rain. It was torrential. This wedding was MacGyvered. <laughs> yes. So that we weren't, like, sinking into the ground. Tell them what, you're, what was in your aisle. Oh, I had to walk down the aisle on big, long, rectangle like tables tables. because i would have just like sunk the aisle was (laughs) underwater like if you walk down the aisle there was water up to your ankles so they put tables down we walked on tables (laughs) yep there was there was ankle deep water yeah consistently all over the place it was so great so my favorite part of the day was got already i didn't put my shoes on yet i like picked up the bottom of my dress and I walked through ankle deep water yes. to get to yeah. where I needed to go yes, so that I could walk down the aisle, all that. And so I'm standing there. I think we're all just kind of laughing at the hilarity of the situation. The awesome thing was that it had stopped raining. Like at, 20 minutes. The wedding started at, at three and it stopped raining at 2.45. Yes. Um, it was amazing. And... um 
I'm just standing there like everyone's around and uh, we're having fun. It's a wedding. Uh huh. And I like look and there's ladies that are helping set up all the food and everything. Uh-huh. And they're just barefoot. Yes. Carrying. They have their dresses like tied up yes. around their legs. Yes. And they're just walking through water carrying big things of food yep. and all this stuff. And it was like being in a different world. You really <laughs> like, had a moment. It was just it was just it was cool and it was weird and i saw holly yeah and danny yeah both walking just through the water like it was not a big like like we're this here is just a regular day this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like we're gonna do this nothing really stopped it rain and or shine yeah it was amazing it was just fun that's like the number one thing when people ask me how the wedding went i'm like you guys it stopped raining right before the wedding. <laughs> like it was incredible right. that that happened yeah. i loved it yeah but uh, i mean it rained and rained yeah it was wet it was a wet wedding yeah for sure i mean eric he looked like he had when my husband was outside putting <laughs> up these table like the tents over the tables and he he looked like he had just gotten fully clothed and then stepped in the shower for 10 minutes like he yeah. was so soaked through it was raining so much it was really but it was beautiful. Quite the anomaly. It was really for, great. Like you don't, the thing about living in Arizona is you really can get married outside anytime but the summer. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. No. As long as you don't get married during the summer. But no. Not it you. It was fine. Yeah. And then we went to Oregon for right. our honeymoon where it's notoriously rainy and it was like Sunny. crystal clear skies the whole time we were there. So cool. It was great. It was really good. I loved it. It was a fun wedding. It was. It was good. You did a good job putting that <laughs> together. All right. What's your question? Oh, yeah. It's me. Um, this might take you a second to answer, but. Okay. I'm nervous. I want you to tell me a great thing that you enjoy about each of your kids. Okay. No, that's easy. I got that. <laughs> okay. Um, so the thing I love about January is that, so she can't speak. Mm-hmm. She's going to turn three in a couple weeks and she has a speech delay and she had a, a little tiny mild cleft lip and we've just been going through a lot with that and we just got it repaired and she's in speech therapy. But my favorite thing about her is that it is so clear what she's thinking and what she's feeling and she can't speak right um she's not mentally delayed Mm -hmm. so she understands everything that we're saying and and that's going on and she's really smart um and so even though she doesn't have the power of speech like she is so with us right like she's so with us she's so a part of it she makes sure she's a part of it (laughs) um and i just think that that's incredible and i'm like i'm really looking forward to see like how that shapes her Mm -hmm. and like what that does yeah um with waylon that's easy because um I can already see in Waylon, he's only seven, but I can see how protective he can be of his sisters. Mm -hmm. And I like want to nurture that. Right. Like how protective he can be of like the women in his life and like he wants to serve them and he wants to help them and he wants to like, you know, like he takes it very personally. Like if Janie 
it needs more juice. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to make sure she gets that. <laughs> or like if she's holding something he thinks she might hurt herself with. Like if a plastic toy is too sharp or something. <laughs> he's like, Jenny, Jenny, wait, wait, wait. You know? Um, so I, I want to like grow that like protective mm-hmm. because he's not like that like with anybody else like right. it's just his sisters mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i like i like that well and he may have you know he had an older sister right so he may have not like totally tapped into that right until he had younger sisters right. and then he realized and you can, like, like see it you can see it now <laughs> um clementine obviously it's her sense of humor. I mean, just obviously. Like, she's hilarious. She's hilarious on purpose. She's hilarious when she doesn't mean to be. Um, and I just, I love that about her. And she is, she is so, like, it's so easy to make her happy. Like, to make her really happy and joyful is very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think that that is, like, natural to her. Like having like a good humor and like a good, good naturedness, yeah. And so that that one's really easy. And then with Cadence, she's the oldest, so it's the most complicated. Mm-hmm. It's harder to answer it with Cadence because she's older and she's more mature. Um, Cadence, I think she's going to be a really good mom. Like, there's something in her that is so interested in what the little people are up to. Mm-hmm. And I want to nurture that. Yeah. And I think that she is going to, I just think she's gonna be a really good mom. And what I'm most excited about is I think that she's gonna be the kind of teenager that you wanna hang out with as an oh, adult. cool. Like she is really cool. Yeah, like I think that, you know how like there are some teenagers you wouldn't wanna hang out with? Mm-hmm. I think Kate, she's going to be like the teenager that you want to hang out with. Like I can already see her being, she's good with adults anyway. Yeah. Like she's going to, she's going to be a good conversationalist, yeah. I think. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. That's it. Easy. <laughs> okay. This is the question that's been, I've been itching to ask you. Okay. This is the one where I'm like, I need joy to weigh in on this one. What do you think the next big issue in evangelicalism is going to be oh huh and we can come back to that if we need to i mean well it's interesting because i do think sometimes i think we're sort of at the beginning of so like it's not a it's not a new issue for us but in certain parts of the country i do think that like the intersectional social justice um type thing is the next issue for a lot of people Mm -hmm. it's not really the next issue for us because we've like already been there we've been talking about it we just had the Mm -hmm. the opportunity to Mm -hmm. weigh in on feminism and Mm -hmm. that's where god led Mm -hmm. this podcast for whatever reason (laughs) for whatever reason yeah (laughs) but um i mean so i i i do think that um this it's not really new but maybe our uh acknowledgement of it will be mm-hmm. the next new the next thing mm-hmm. i think it's just uh and i guess it's kind it's kind of all the same thing mm-hmm. it's very much like postmodern thought mm-hmm. very much um critical thinking and our study 
our the way that we study things, the way that we appreciate things, the way um, it's all it's there's I can't tell you exactly what the consequences of that are going to be. Right. But there are going to be consequences. Um, there are going to be. Um, that's not a threat or anything, but <laughs> there, will be, uh, there will be consequences. <laughs> but you can only, um, you can only have a societally run society where everyone has different opinions and it's all about your feelings and it's, and no one's ever been taught like how to look at art. Mm. No one's ever been taught mm-hmm. how to, you know, and we mm-hmm. all, we all have these opinions mm-hmm. and many of our opinions we may have not really thought through, mm-hmm. but that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no um, push to really study things to find out like, so what really is love and attraction? Mm-hmm. What really is art? Mm-hmm. What really is music? How do we consume those things? How do we know that something like that is good? Mm-hmm. How do we know what's good for us? Is it just based off of feeling? Um, and so I do think that critical thinking is probably that it happens to be an issue that I am just really interested in. So mm-hmm. that's probably why I think it's going to be the next thing. Mm-hmm. But I just see it as like a, you know, the progression you see where yeah. things are heading and it's already created social mm-hmm. justice movements. It's already created. Um, obviously we live in a time where, um, marriage and sexuality are very confused. Um, and I think the big thing is just that it's super acceptable to have your little soundbite, mm-hmm. um, vanilla, Mm-hmm. response to why you believe what you believe mm-hmm. um, that's acceptable but that can't I mean it just historically when when bad cultures get there bad things happen they, they write that culture down mm-hmm. in a history book mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> you study it and you think oh mm-hmm. like Rome's never been a power in my day <laughs> mm-hmm. but it used to be <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um, it just I don't know. I think that that'll be... Well, I think that describes why we are where we are. Because the split... I think the division in the areas you talked about now, it has a lot to do with, do you lead with critical thinking or do you lead with your feelings? Right. And so I think that that has a lot to do with where we're at, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it affects... Like you mentioned, like there's a gamut of things. Well, there's all kinds. It's not just like social justice that does that. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, I watch TV, I watch movies, but there is something to be said about the amount of information that we just consume with little to no effort. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We just, and that's, um, that can be a huge, huge blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I think I know more than a handful of people that all they've done after work um, I, I've done this mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. there are people who have spent years of their life at this point mm-hmm. just watching television and movies in their spare time and that's what they do that's what they do that's you all know? they do yeah and so I do think that there is a there's just a lack of thinking like nothing really matters anymore that's right it well, doesn't that really the matter whole point of you use your life up yeah doing whatever you want whatever yeah. makes you feel mm-hmm. um actualized realized Mm-hmm. And then you die. 
That's depressing. I mean, but the unfortunate <laughs> and, and the died. unfortunate thing, the unfortunate <laughs> thing about that is that um, that doesn't actually uh, fulfill. Like you, the person who lives their life that way, they can tell you every day for their whole life that they feel realized and actualized, but they don't. No, really. no. Um, okay. Yeah. So I just th- thinking people not <laughs> thinking about stuff. That's the next thing. <laughs> the next thing is that we all need to just start thinking a little bit more about. No, I agree with that. About stuff. Yeah. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah. It can be. It can also, oh, I might take years off your life. But. <laughs> <clears throat> my kids asked a couple of weeks ago, the kids asked my husband what his favorite thing to do is. And he said, think. <laughs> but it's true. Like, yeah. in his spare time, like, he wants to, like, he just, like, wants to read and learn things. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny. And I, I make fun of him for it. Now I let you guys all in on it. <laughs> this is very smart. All right. Okay. Well, what do you? I want to know what yours is. What do you think? Oh, um, singleness. Okay. No, that's which, mine. I went very general. You went. I'm very specific. Very, yeah. yeah. Which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah. No, I I am convinced that the topic of singleness will will, will be the next thing. Because I also think that the church is following the pattern of the world. And so when you're trying to undermine the family, which Mm -hmm. is what the world wants, as we've demonstrated over and over, um, singleness is absolutely going to be the next thing. And you have what happened with the Revoice Conference and the spiritual friendship thing and this kind of like glorification of you know there's you know celibacy and kind of this very roman catholic thing going on with like singlehood being more like being a a more pious option in Mm -hmm. some cases things like that i just definitely think that i think next i think we need to be more prepared for having a full orbed biblical discussion um about singleness and marriage because I think it's going to be, I think it's going to explode in our faces next year. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, how many kids do you want? Like if you could, I no, 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 wait, wait, let me give the qualifications. Okay. okay. God's going to give you the kids that he gives you. Yeah. You might not, you might adopt. I'm sure you could do all kinds of things. I'm just saying, like, in Joy's world, like, what what's your answer to that very annoying question? Because it is an annoying question, but I've just never gotten to ask you before. And so I need to ask you. I guess I haven't really thought about, like, a specific oh, number. Okay. That's a lot. fine. I know that um, I'm very into the idea. I mean, I'm okay with having kids okay good of course great um and i'll have as many as i'm supposed to have i guess Uh that's how it works you know such calvinists yes um i do uh i'm not gonna get this is like a overall topic that i'm not gonna like discuss really any further on the show but i'm very into snowflake adoption um you can look that up. Like I said, I'm literally <laughs> giving you nothing else because I don't want to get into it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, um, Right. No, I feel you. <laughs> um, adoption, of course. And I know I'm, you know, I know that adoption is also a long 
mm-hmm. expensive process. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to adopt. Mm-hmm. I also can accept that it it is something that requires like a certain set of circumstances. Yeah. Um, I That's something that I would like to do mm-hmm. that is important right. Right. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- I'm not the recipient of like a full adoption, mm-hmm. but my dad adopted me mm-hmm. um, and that's been an incredibly meaningful, powerful, that's like the most important thing I've learned from my father is that he like picked me to be his daughter when mm-hmm. he didn't have to do that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I don't know. I like part of me wants to be like four but i don't know what the, like it really doesn't um no i think it's an annoying question in some ways because it's like well how am i supposed to tell you i don't know i'm not well like the question's based off of like what do you think is manageable for you right well and see like, i wouldn't even think that yeah when i asked the question mm-hmm. so it, it that's part of why it's an annoying question but i i still wanted to know like what's joy's answer because some people will go I want as many kids as I can have. Some people mm-hmm. will say, I think three is a great number. Yeah. Some people will say, I don't know. So it's just like people have different like responses. More than one. More than one. Okay. I think that having siblings enriches a, a person's life. Sure. It does. I think, um, I think boys and girls are great and would, I would be very pleased to raise both types. <laughs> um, <laughs> Both so, of the two genders. So at least two. <laughs> um, yeah, because like you said, that's how many genders there are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, if I had to pick a number, at least two. <laughs> okay. You don't have to pick a number. But like I, I, would said, la- I would totally do more than that. Yeah. I mean, I know that... Uh, I know that... Yeah, it's interesting because like it really just depends on who's asking you the question. Yeah. Because some people, some people have just been thinking about how many kids they wanted their whole life. Right. And that's acceptable. Right. Some people think about it in a very pragmatic way. Mm-hmm. Like, well, four seems like more than I can afford. <laughs> right. And that's, there's really. Right. You know, I just, like I've I'm never not... gotten to ask you. That's all. <laughs> like it was, I was like, yes, now I can ask her this. At least two. Okay. Good. More though, if, if. Sure. I think that it would be fun to have lots of mm-hmm. kids around. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. And it would be, obviously, I mean, stressful. I'm not deluded, but... <laughs> You've been around kids before, you know. <laughs> okay, well, good. Yeah. I'm satisfied. <laughs> um, okay, I'll ask you, like, more of a... This isn't like deep or revealing or anything, but I just would like to know your opinion on podcasting. What do you think the impact is? Mm. Um, Do you think it's something that people are going to get tired of? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm. like how much, I guess a good place to start would be like how much of the information that you consume on a weekly basis is from a podcast. Mm. I so I think podcasting is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as there are people around, we want to listen to other people. Right. Um, I think especially in our generation, we listen to things on the go because we have the ability to. So mm-hmm. we don't have to carry around a radio. Right. You can just carry around your phone. 
um, in our cars. We're listening to our phones. Mm -hmm. And I know my husband listens at work to so many podcasts and books. And so as long as there are people around, there's going to be people around that are talking and there's going to be people around that want to hear it. Mm -hmm. So I think whatever happens to the format, you know, talk radio has been around forever. Right. Um, and this is essentially just radio in a different type of format. Yep. Um, I think so. Whatever the format, this kind of thing is going to be happening for a long time. Um, I know for 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 like my husband who gets the opportunity to listen a lot because he can listen at work all day long. Um, so you know, fifty hours a week, he's got time to have headphones in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he has like learned a lot like he does a lot of studying like he has read a lot of books by listening to them um he i would say just through what's available through like podcasts he's gotten like a decent seminary education you know what i mean from just being able to listen Mm -hmm. um for years and years on end (laughs) well and being disciplined yeah it's yeah. so that's the other thing is doing the kind of listening <clears throat> he does takes a lot of discipline yeah uh for me when i'm listening to podcasts it's mostly for fun yeah um there's only two or three theological podcasts i listen to mm-hmm. um and then the rest of the time i'm listening to stuff that's fun that's entertaining that's like a story or you, you guys know that i really love investigative journalism of mm-hmm. any sort or of any stripe um and i like audiobooks so i don't get to listen that much cuz i'm at home with kids most of the time yeah. um i have to listen to our podcast every week to get timestamps for you guys <laughs> cuz you get upset when i don't give you timestamps <laughs> So I do that every week. Um, and yeah, there's only a couple of theological podcasts to listen to and the rest for fun. Like I just enjoy. And do you think, so I want to make, let's just make a little case for listening to podcasts for fun and yeah, like learning for sure. Learning information that's not theological. Okay, well, here's the thing. I started a podcast before I had ever listened to a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, but the thing is, is that I grew up, my dad always had a program. Like, he always had a radio program. Right. And then he did a webcast, which is just, but like, my dad was doing this thing, like, before everyone else right. like this was what he did and then i mean the dividing line's been around for like he, there's like thousands and thousands of yeah. episodes mm-hmm. like twice a week sometimes three like sometimes three hours long i mean right. so but when it but when it when it was back on the radio i mean i was real little the first time i you know put headphones on and talked in a microphone i yeah. think i was like seven or eight so um the thing is, is like, so that was the kind of podcasting I was exposed to Right. was it was always educational. It was always you're learning something mm-hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I also think as I, so I started a podcast and I had never listened to a podcast other than like my dad's <laughs> and um, I think you helped me helped open me up to a world of podcasts that um i just didn't even know was there and that something like only 10 or 11 percent of 
um, of the u.s population listens to podcasts so there's still a lot of there's still a lot of a lot of growth doors to open Mm -hmm. um but once i just started like searching for topics that interest me and then taking you know recommendations from people that have similar interests it just opened up a whole world of stuff that i never well now that you have networks of podcasts they they will recommend Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. like podcasts on the same network that's right will cross recommend that's right and then you can find more things that's right and so i read an article the other day it was like top 10 podcasts you you need to listen to if you love comedy and Uh so i read the um descriptions and i subscribed to a few and then like while i'm getting ready in the morning i put one on you know i got five minutes into one and i was like this isn't for me Mm -hmm. unsubscribed and then i got five minutes in another one and i was like this is for me like okay this is great it's funny it's hilarious it's something to listen to while i'm getting dressed while i'm getting ready while i'm driving around whatever um but i have learned like it feels more educational even the ones that are more entertaining because Mm -hmm. i tend to listen to things that are like true stories yeah um than just watching tv um, because I'm also doing other things. Like I'm also yeah. able to get other things done. So I do think like if you want to break out a little bit, just search around for a topic that you're interested in. And I guarantee you there's at least 10 podcasts oh, yeah. about it. Well, you can find, you'll find yourself being interested in things that you didn't think you would yes. be interested in. Yes. Um, there, and you just start on this, you have your starting point yes. and you don't know where this like little trail is going to lead you. Summer and I were both obviously into true crime, but that led me to this interest in um, like cons. Swindle like, yes. that is so good. Yeah. Um, so, the dream is so yeah. good. Yes. And then so and then the dream is about um, like direct marketing, yeah. direct sales. Such um, a good podcast. And then that. So from there, I discovered this interest in like consumerism. And then I discovered this interest, like it's, and it's all interesting. Like all of the numbers and stuff aren't something I would typically be interested in, but I found it interesting because of the way that it's packaged Mm -hmm. from there. I found a newer podcast called household name. Okay. And it's just the stories of the brands that, you know, that are untold. I'm writing that down. Um, and it's super cool. Yeah. It's just really cool. And it, you learn about you learn about marketing and you learn about the economy at certain times you learn about history it's really cool it's are we so nerdy is this nerdy i think that's fascinating i don't know i think that i don't think i've ever i and maybe this is why i love it but i've always been i've never been that like single single minded passion Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. i've never been that person Mm -hmm. um i've always been the like this and this little and that hand and everything yeah like if you asked me what i wanted to be when i was 16 years old i could tell you like five different things i could tell you five different things now that i want right, to do right right um and there are a few that are related like consistent yeah. you know a little more consistent than the others yeah but i think it's so interesting it, it's like having this library on mm-hmm. all these different topics mm-hmm. i don't know it's just kind of i love it I think but it's don't super stop cool listening and edifying. Yeah, this no. This is obviously the show you have to listen to every week. Obviously. Of course. I like the dividing line still. <laughs> I like what have you. I, you know, I, there's all kinds of good theological oh, yeah. podcasts. But, For sure. Um, Branch out. It's good. Yeah. It's not. There's a lot of information worth knowing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. like just have to mm-hmm. be theological. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so this is my last question, and it came from a really weird place that I was never going to tell you about, but I'm going to do it now. Okay. Um, so one time when I was driving home, I, I had this horrible thought, like, what if Joy died? <laughs> it was a terrible thought. Okay. Um, and it happened because the night before, I had a dream that you died. Wow. And someone was like... Summer, you have to go clean out her stuff. <laughs> this is so morbid. Wow. And so, like, you know, I thought about someone having to come clean my stuff. Yeah. And so, like, my dream, like, I woke up really upset yeah. because, like, in my dream, I was, like, cleaning out your closet and it was just, like, really depressing. And then I was like, what if Joy died? And then I had five hours to drive. <laughs> and I was, like, really sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I like was like, what would I say at her funeral? This is so morbid. It's okay. <laughs> so then I was like, I was trying to think in more positive terms. And I was like, you know, what's cool is like, if Joy died, I would actually have like, I think that the way that you've lived, I would have so many great things to say about you. And so I was like, I, what, what would you, my question for you is, let's say you have your four kids Mm -hmm. or your boy and your girl Mm -hmm. um and i guess it has to be more than at least two because i like the idea of having (laughs) you can't go back on your answer no you already gave your answer done what what? i have my third child and like someone comes (laughs) to my house and he's like um you said (laughs) you said you were only gonna have two i heard the podcast um what do you hope uh, little Tommy and Susie will say about you when you die? Um, I hope that they would... Um, I hope that I would... Not only would they remember it, this, but that I would be have imparted it on them. Um, just that, like, I had an imagination and that, like, anything can be fun or an adventure as long as you are just willing to like take the time to like jump off of something or I don't know race or hide from someone (laughs) or whatever I don't know I just hope that that is the thing that they would they would know for certain about me and that they would I don't know even thank me for giving to them I'd want to pass that that you make done make everything a memory mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah that's fun you're fun mom <laughs> way to go fun mom it's hard to be fun mom yeah i was just talking to my friend the other day i was like because well, usually being it's, fun mom is so it's hard fun dad fun dad it's always fun dad it's just one of the um <laughs> so true it's one of the weird, and i'm not like this is not a patriarchy thing in the role di- the division of the roles yeah it just it absolutely makes sense uh-huh. that at least for a period of time. Yeah. Dad true. is fun. Dad's fun. And it's just one of the perks of their their role. <laughs> and um yeah. but they're also like the big disciplinary like if you go to get disciplined by dad. You don't want you that. You didn't do you like really messed up. <laughs> and it's not gonna be good. I don't know. I just it's one of those yeah those weird things things. yeah no you're right about that (laughs) like don't tell dad (laughs) but yeah so i would hope that i think that is the you know and if anything i guess this is sort of a you know a little bit of an insight like because i know that about the role of mom Mm -hmm. that is the one thing that i hope to not like 
I hope to intentionally not lose that. Obviously, there will be days that are not fun. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really don't want to lose that. It's a good thing. Hmm. I like it. That doesn't surprise me about you at all. <laughs> um, my last question for you mm-hmm. is what is your death row last meal oh no that's the hardest thing you've asked me <laughs> my last meal mm-hmm. <gasps> and it's not i think there are like qualifications for i think they're like mm-hmm. it has to be in or like if you're actually on death row it has to be under a certain amount or something like that oh. blah, blah, blah. but in this scenario yes last, last meal. meal well <clears throat> this is fairly pedestrian of me um, i think most death row meals are fairly pedestrian. pedestrian um okay if it was fantastical okay okay i would um there was this lady who helped raise my brother and i and she was from the south and okay. she could cook she died several years ago she was old when i was young so she died okay. very old um but if I could have anything and and all bets are off, then I would want Dottie to cook something, anything. Like I would just be like, Dottie, anything. Cook me, me s- cook me anything. Because she was, that is how great she was in the kitchen. Well, I mean, she was a Southern lady that took care of you. So she probably knew what your favorite was and you didn't even know what your favorite exactly, was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so if it's fantastical, that would be my wish is to have one more home cooked meal by Dottie. Um, but since you didn't give me those rules, then I would say, um, so there's this restaurant, (laughs) so pedestrian, there's this restaurant here called Oregano's and they make a pasta called the big rig Mm -hmm. and it's like a slightly spicy pasta and their chicken is so good. Does it have multiple, like chicken and sausage in it Um, or something? uh, I forget. Well, it just, it just comes pasta, but I always get the chicken in it because their chicken's really good. Um, and it's like slightly, it's almost like a tomato. It's almost like a vodka sauce that's slightly spicy. Okay. But the way that they make it and their noodles and their chicken, like it's my favorite meal. Like it's just my favorite. It's my happy meal. And I, so from the time I was 15 until about 21, I always went there on my birthday uh-huh. and I got the big rig with chicken and one of their pizza cookies and that was like my birthday meal so i guess it makes sense if it was like also my right. death day mm-hmm. <laughs> meals this is morbid or what <laughs> okay we took this a weird place yeah. even though um it's our favorite season now i don't know about you guys but um joy and i love christmas yes and do. the day after halloween i was playing christmas music and i'm not sorry like <laughs> i am zero percent sorry yeah. and um <clears throat> We just love Christmas. I don't know. I just love Christmas and I love all the things about it. And I love that it's 60 degrees finally instead of 115. Well, it's, so it's like the, here's something to think about. Like mm-hmm. Christmas, the feeling of it, mm-hmm. it's similar to that favorite help. time of day feeling. I'm going to help with the you know what I mean? feeling as we, yeah. Like uh-huh. it, like it, um, Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I me. love this Yeah, song. this is my favorite Jingle Bells. So <laughs> tell me about it's it. It's the best Jingle Bells. It's the best Jingle Bells. But I just need like, 
there is a way mm -hmm. it, it has something to do with the like it's a little bit darker yes and a little softer it's like cozy yeah everything about there this. is a feeling yes. that accompanies this time of year yes that's great all right you guys um if you have tell you okay here's the rules you're allowed to leave one interview question in the comments i may or may not answer it oh um, that could be fun if you were going to interview me or joy what would you guys ask you can leave one in the comments like i said i can't promise i'm going to answer it because some of you are really weird but <laughs> we love you welcome to the christmas season and we'll see you next week see ya laughing all the way What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. It really is the best jingle bells. It's so good. <laughs>